everyone it's uh wes and andy back for random fandom tuesday for the week of uh, august 8th 2023 it's just after the uh, august long weekend here in uh, canadia yeah <laughs> how is everybody doing tonight not bad let me see if i can get this right here as i'm just queuing up the final last minute uh, technical uh, uh stuff that we need to get on with tonight's show uh Nice long weekend. Weather was relatively good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I got a little bit of summer. Not yeah. going to lie. That's vitamin lie. D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got to uh, uh, give a run on the new pool. So Ooh. that uh, that was nice. Um, it was cold. <laughs> it was cold. But it's the first year we've had it filled with a truck. There you go. So I was swimming in it on principle, no matter how cold it was. And uh, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. I might have sang a few high C notes uh, <laughs> as I was getting in each time. Woo, 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 woo. Or something like that. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, weird week for entertainment. It is. It was. It felt like an off week. It didn't feel like as much came through the door. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's because of the whole meta thing. I had wondered if that was the uh, the online news act. If that. If we are now seeing it starting to experience that oh well now you're not getting news pushed to your feed so you just got to go looking for it that being said i have not compiled a list of of spots we usually spots that we should go to i know the sources that the ones i like to use the ones that i feel are a little bit more reputable yeah yeah no names no pack trail there you go (laughs) Uh, you know the ones i'm talking about yep All right, well, it is Random Fandom Tuesday. It is the show where we like to talk about things that uh, did come up in pop culture and entertainment news over the last uh, seven days since the last time we sat down and did this. Nice to have you along with us. As always, a Random Fandom Tuesday is uh, full audience participation. You can uh, hit us up in the uh, live chat on uh, whichever platform you happen to be watching along and if you got a cell phone uh, handy you can always give us a call you can use the uh, embedded link uh down below right in the video uh the line is open you don't have to don't have to wait for us there'll be uh, no prompting until we get to the end of the show uh so don't don't wait for us to uh, say call now uh i'm telling you call now <laughs> <laughs> call now we didn't cover everything <laughs> so let's chat yeah and uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's move the show forward. But before we do all of the entertainment stuff, yeah, maybe we should have a, a, a traditional a, another dose thing. of random fandom trivia. Nice. Where is that guy? He's always hiding. <laughs> uh, what do you got this weekend? Question for you: We uh, all okay. love Clark W. Griswold Jr. Uh, oh, Jr. Well, he's the junior. If you watch, oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but question this week: 
What ja? does the W in Clark W. Griswold stand for? Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. It is. That's deep. I don't. I truly do not think I can recall. Have So let me first ask. Is it available? If I've the seen movie? the films, have I heard it? I don't know that you would have heard it, but you would have seen it. You, you definitely have to pay attention. Oh, it. is it on the check? Um, it might be on the check, but it's definitely. I never thought about being in, in European vacation. Okay. Oh, on the plane tickets. On the passports. On the passports. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, as a W, uh, I'm going to assume it's not Wes. No. Okay. W- Wendell. No. No. Okay. Um, last one. Warren. Warren. No, no, no Warren. Anybody watching want to take a stab at it before we uh, get on with the actual answer? <laughs> Throwing it w- out your way. Wilhelm. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that easy. You, you might be close. Oh, really? <laughs> no way. It is indeed Wilhelm. Come on. Like the scream guy. Yeah. I literally pulled that out of my butt. I'm so sorry if I spoiled that for anybody. <laughs> Oh, that's worth like a punch in the face. Ah, close enough. Okay. Good Wilhelm. Job. Wilhelm. Clark. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Griswold. Griswold. I completely made the, the joke that, you know, the Wilhelm guy, the scream guy. And yeah. now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, is that what they did for the movie? Maybe. But like, it does tie into the European vacation because it is like a German name, right? Oh, it does. And he's like, oh, we have relatives in Germany. I'm part German. That's interesting because my next thought was like, this is the kind of thing where like the art department could go, Hey, yeah, we're going to just put like, Hey, this character never had a middle name until now. Like Penny on the big bang theory with no last. Well, exactly. So then you, this makes me wonder like, is this intentional? Was it written this way? It, It comes up multiple times throughout the opening. So it's on this little personal health card. And then it goes right, later, right. a few pages later, it comes up again. Okay. Wilhelm so. Clark Wilhelm Griswold. I'm going to have to watch a uh, European vacation again. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. Well, wow. it holds up. Eric Idle's still funny. In it. Eric Idle. Oh my God. Yeah. I love Eric Idle. Yep. Well, everybody, that's been another dose of random fandom trivia. And uh, we'll have another one of those uh, next week. All right, what do you want to do first, man? Well, this week, I mean, last week we did mention it, and it uh, it just keeps coming up. It's been coming up all week, and it is just the outpouring of love for Paul Rubens. Yeah. And it's, it's everyone. It's people just reminiscing, like, how much he affected their childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, other roles that he played. But uh, Cassandra Peterson aka elvira right right is particularly broken up sure and uh you know i guess they were personal friends and she is just crushed at this news there's a photo i don't know if we talked about it last week but there's a photo that's been floating around online and it's it from left to right it's uh david hasselhoff, david hasselhoff cassandra peterson um katie seagal katie seagal and then paul all together and they were all like yeah classmates and and close yeah so yeah but like she posted on her Instagram, a, a video that he had sent her for her 70th birthday. Oh, okay. And it, it's, it's, you know, he's still peewee. Yeah. 
but it's not Pee-wee. It's the more personal side, the actual Paul Rubens side. Oh, of course, of course. And uh, she's she's quoted as saying, I'm crushed. The world has lost one of the funniest human beings who ever lived. Right. Paul, I hope wherever you are, you have reunited with John and Phil and are laughing your asses off together yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And I love you so much, Paul. I will miss you all the wonderful times we spent together more than you'll ever know. Oh. And yeah, so deeply connected friendship there. And uh, we do actually have the clip of that he sent her on. Oh, her, very nice. Uh, 71st birthday. Sorry. 71st birthday. Yeah. Wow. But uh, it is. It's weird to see this side of him. But yeah, yeah at yeah. the same time, everybody who knew him apparently knew this side was there. Okay. So let's take a look. All right. Cassandra. What would ever possess me to take this kind of time from my busy celebrity schedule to make a video like this for you? Huh? You know, I don't just ask the questions. I answer them. So I pose the question to you and now I will answer it. The reason I am taking this kind of time from my busy celebrity schedule, I'll be right there, everyone, is because I'm crazy. About you. I'm crazy about you. I know that you know this. I feel very secure that you know I'm crazy about you. But here's some digital proof. So sit back, relax. This is a 30-minute video. And I will invoice Queen Bee Productions later. No, I won't. This is a freebie. All right, it's 10% off. No, listen. I don't want to be funny here. I want to be serious, and I want you to know this. I love you so much. It's crazy how much I love you. I respect you. I'm in awe of you. You surprise me all the time in so many great ways. I think you are gorgeous inside and out. I think that you are smart and witty and hilarious and generous and kind. And I just, I love everything about you that I know about you. I love it all. I really do. Here's the digital proof. I'm crazy about you. I want to say also this. I hope your day today is beautiful. But even more importantly, that this year of being really, really old. Wow. God, jeez. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm not really sorry. I am. I'm, I apologize. Um God, jeez, man. Um, anyway, listen. Uh, I hope that this year unfolding right now, beginning right now for you as a 90-year-old, is filled with kindness, joy, love, happiness, health, wealth, luck, beauty, music, singing, dancing, romance, magic, laughter, and more than all those things, fun. I love you. I hope you feel that. And happy birthday. Man, if he doesn't sound like the relative you want to hang out with during the holidays. Yeah. 
you know, like he just comes across as the guy who has the best stories. Yeah. <laughs> when you're turning 80, <laughs> 90. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. What a great sense of humor. Lost a good one. Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. Wait a minute. You wouldn't believe what group gets up to in season two. And this is coming from Disney Plus. Is that the tagline? You wouldn't believe? You wouldn't believe. Uh, Yeah, the uh, season two of I Am Groot is coming to Disney Plus on September 6th. And based on the trailer, it looks like it's going to be fun. It's five new shorts. Okay. Coming from the Marvel Studios animation deal. And like we see him flying out, looking for ice cream, building killer snowman robots. And apparently the watcher is going to be. In have there we too. had a trailer yet? I, Cause I don't recall seeing this yet. Uh, we have had a trailer and oh my gosh, links so in the show nuts, ah, the show nuts, show nuts, <laughs> show nuts. <laughs> there it is. The show nuts. <laughs> First grew up of the night. You can find it in the show nuts. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Again, it's still toddler Groot. So he is still adorable and. There, at one point, he does get like a, a fake nose attached to him and stuck. All right, and he looks a little bit like you know Humpty Hump from uh, Digital Underground. Okay, okay, and we're getting this in September, you say? September sixth. Okay, so not really tied into any particular holiday or anything. No, just the next season of these shorts. Okay, well that's that's good. Yeah. Um, did you like the first batch of them? I quite enjoyed them. They were yeah, fun. they were all they, right. were, they weren't too long. They were you know, not super involved. No, but, you'd you blast know. through them all in one sitting for yeah, sure. You would but still good fun little all episodes. Right, more, uh, more. I am Groot. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Uh, this next one is, I believe rumor, but it could be good. Okay. Uh, Deadpool three. Apparently Emma Corrin is rumored to be playing Cassandra Nova. Uh, so I'm not familiar with this character. You'll have to fill me in. Uh, Cassandra Nova is a, uh, evil version of professor xavier basically oh uh, she's his twin sister who was apparently strangled out in the womb but somehow managed to come back wait wait so are we talking like the umbilical cord did her in no like xavier did her in in the womb oh oh he sensed the evil and did her in in the womb but so just to come back because she's like this incredibly powerful is telephone. that a sorry i have to, i have to know is that like a mainline story or is that yeah. like a what if yeah that was uh uh want to say grant morrison's new x-men run it's That's not that a, old it's quite a while ago though is it oh 90s mm, late 90s early 2000s early 2000s okay so in the grand scheme of x-men history yeah, no it's, it's, it's not that not long that ago far back but wow yeah um man with all of the uh, additional uh, folks that are rumored to show up in this movie, like it's that just like seems jam packed. That just seems like a whole other layer that I I don't know. What do you, does this work for you? I'm fine with it. Apparently rumors are that uh, Patrick Stewart might be coming back just because of it. Oh, so. well, I, I would always take more, more Patrick Stewart's professor X yeah, jam more characters in there. I love seeing them on the big. Well, this is, yeah. There is, there is too much though. There is such there a, is a there is much. a point yeah, where it's too like, much. I don't want to say like, you know, like saturation, but like again, the more people you have in a team movie, the less time each person gets. Yeah. But at the same time, if they're doing like a multiversal romp, yeah. I I want to see them romping through that multiverse and like well running into the different versions. Getting like the uh the sequence from uh from Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like you don't even have to like stop and give them full time. Just like, oh, I know that one. Or like a couple minutes one. here, a couple minutes there. Even when they were seconds. bouncing through the, I mean, I, what was the number of Earths that they bounced through in that movie? Oh, quite a few. I can't remember though. But it was like somewhere what eight, nine, yeah, ten. If you gave each each of them that amount of time, we're talking like literal seconds in some case. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Another new trailer came out this week. We kind of talked about it. We did talk a little bit about it last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new Ahsoka trailer dropped out. Oh, man. Look at all the character posters. Yeah. Those dropped this week, too. Um, They've also announced that the first uh, episode is not going to be just one. We're getting a two episode drop. Double episode drop. Yeah. With a runtime of one hour and 36 minutes. That's a total runtime? Total runtime between the two. One third. That's a movie, man. That is a movie. That's a movie. Oh my God, I'm going to be writing like a madman. <laughs> you always said what'll happen when we have to cover a movie. So. Uh, I'm afraid. Oh yeah. The, I'm uh, so afraid. <laughs> they also dropped the new trailer, the now or never spot. Oh, right. And uh, lots of stuff going on here to see like that uh, battle droid taking point over Merrick. Yeah. This is that uh, HK assassin droid. We we're, we've seen this, uh, this droid in the trailer before. Pretty sure it's the same model droid that we saw back in the Mandalorian in yeah. the episode, the Jedi, but man, does this thing move so, so fluid? Oh, I mean, we've, I guess we've seen droids move fluid like this before. Uh, I was thinking about it after I had said it uh, yesterday, but I guess the, uh, the BX commando droids kind of move mm. kind of fluidly, but this is a uh, fluidity in a much different yeah. way. It's like less, it's like a fighting style of yeah. its own, less acrobat, more, uh, you know, ninja assassin. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looks really cool. But like you were saying there, the, the one scene where she's activating that star map or whatever, yeah, yeah. this one frame actually gives it more of that, you know, Sith magic type. Thing. Is it magic? Like, is is it some raising kind it up of, using that? Yeah. I, I do wonder that. I guess we will find out in a couple short weeks, but yes, yeah, not very long now. No. And uh, like we'd said there, oh, the ghost, there it is. Confirmed. There it is. The ghost with the uh, phantom two nestled in the back. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good too. Yeah. It's interesting though, because we know that uh, as a digital asset, they've had that for, for a while, for quite a while now, since uh, as far back as rogue one. Yeah. Yeah. But then we do get to see the, you get to see a little bit more of uh, Maroc. Yeah. Um, I do like that whole uh, thing where uh, they, they reuse the line in this one that Harris says, uh, once a rebel, always a rebel. And then there's that whole, like, you know, are, you know, are you ready? And it's like, ready, ready. And then you hear Chopper. Wah! Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. So glad to know that Chopper's back. He sounds exactly like, like he does, which means that's probably Dave Filoni because Dave Filoni was the voice of Chopper in, in uh, Star Wars Rebels. So yeah. Glad to see that's uh, no change. Yeah, and if you want to check this trailer out for yourself, we link this one in the show notes as well. Excellent. Not the show nuts, but the show notes. <laughs> no, the show nuts. That's us. <laughs> show nut number one. Show well, nut number two. I don't know that we're nuts about this next one because oh, I doubt okay. I would pay scalper prices for tickets. Oh no! Swifties rejoice. Wait, uh, is that because she can cause an earthquake? She's worth more. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but the tour. Uh, the Eras tour is coming to Canada finally. Is that a big deal? It is because, like, even Justin Trudeau was, you know, why the hell isn't there any Canadian dates on your tour? Interesting. And wait, the Prime Minister actually wanted to know. Maybe he's a Swifty. Maybe. Maybe he got a divorce for a reason. 
<sighs> she's coming to Canada next year. Uh, there's no way Trudeau's got a chance with Taylor Swift. I don't know. He's still man no. in power. No. No. <laughs> Just no. I know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's coming to the Rogers Center next November. Uh, the so. Rogers Center. Toronto. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Uh, for six shows, November 14th, 15th, 16th. Whoa, 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 whoa. 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Sorry. That's all one venue? All one venue. That's that's almost a residency, man. Yeah. That's what? One, two, three, four, five. That's six shows. That That's, yeah, that's like a week-long residency. Yeah. With a couple days in between so she can go sightseeing. I guess so. Maybe she's got friends in the city. Maybe. Wow. If you're living in the in the big smoke, in the T.O., the T-dot. You might be able to get tickets. Keep but your eyes open for Taylor Swift. The, the kicker was Ticketmaster yep. had you register to become a verified fan. Of course. So it's going to be a lottery based on who registered in order well, to get these tickets let's be real six shows sorry yeah one two three yeah six shows i don't think there's any risk of these not selling out. no yeah. uh, especially when well there is slight risk that scalpers will get stuck because i guess the well, starting point is rumored to be around 400 dollars per ticket that's the the base level ticket I, i'm not 100 percent sure on that but that's what i've heard Wow. Um, well, I have a I have a Ticketmaster account. I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> See if I can get some ticket prices. The tickets are not on sale yet. Uh, the registration was open through uh, August 5th at 5 well, p.m. Then I'm definitely not getting any. So the registration <laughs> has closed now, and apparently it filled three days ago as of uh, as of this uh, show. Yeah. So. Well, I will definitely be interested to see uh, what the uh, ticket prices uh, go. And as far out as it is, like, there, you don't know what's going to be going on then. No. Like, she could take ill from the next strain of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That, what is it? The LG 560? I don't know. I Sounds I, like the new 5G network. <laughs> 5G COVID. <laughs> well, we had the transformer COVID already. Uh, the Omicron. That's right. That's right. Back to another trailer, though. I, I had to laugh at this one because... Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, I, I've I actually this. seen this Have one. Seen this I've one? actually seen this one. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, first there were killer sharks, then cocaine bears, and now murder sloths. Murder sloths. Yeah. <laughs> wait, don't sloths move really slow? <laughs> yeah, but apparently they're just faking it. They've been faking it the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, the synopsis is it's senior year of college for sorority sister, Emily young. And for the first time ever, uh, Sigma Lambda Theta is having elections who will be president and wanting to have a killer year. She realizes she might just be the best option for her sorority. And while beginning her campaign, she finds an adorable sloth that steals her heart and soon realizes that she just might steal the hearts and votes of her sorority sisters. But when bodies slowly begin to pile up the SLTs, uh, Emily and her sorority sisters realize that the deaths are being caused by their new house mascot. The SLT. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so I 80s. <laughs> the cuddly sloth alpha. Nice. And it says, will Emily and her sisters escape the house with their lives? Or is this death sloth with three razor claws too quick for them? Oh man. Slother house. Slother. It's in the trailer We're and gonna... it, it's a groaner. He's like, oh my God, it's a slother house. It's awful. Um, but then again, 
Yeah. There's been weird it's, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, cocaine Bear was great. It's pure B movie camp. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a point in the trailer where it's like uh, talking about uh, keeping exotic uh, exotic pets. Wow, I've got a telephone uh, call coming on here. I'm gonna just let that go to voicemail. Sorry about that. We'll let that go to voicemail. Technical difficulties, folks. Yeah, yeah. Wrong phone. Don't call that one. <laughs> call the WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Don't call the 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 landline. Oops. Yeah, but uh, this one's directed by Matthew Goodhue. Uh, it stars Lisa M. Balavinar, Sidney Craven, Olivia Rore, Bianca Beckles-Rose, Andrew Horton, Sutter Nolan, Grace Patterson, Milica Rizik, Anna Maria Serdu, Rudy Rock, Tiff Stevenson, Stefan Kapik, and Kelly Lynn Rader. You know, looking at a lot of those names, I'm like, how many of those are stage names? I don't know, but I don't recognize any of them. Stage names or... Uh, Maybe Euro- we will Euro- after this movie, but... European actors? I don't know. But it arrives in theaters August 30th. Sorry, as I was going to say, there's a point in the in the trailer where they're ta- they even make a point of addressing, like, isn't it like aren't exotic animals? You can't own exotic animals? <laughs> well, when you're dealing with a black market animal dealer, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care either, yeah. But yeah, again, we've linked the trailer in the show notes, so you can go check it out, too. The, the animatronic sloth, by the way. It's cute. It's cute that bad no it's, it's not, not a chucky bad. it looks oh, more no. like a stuffed animal it <laughs> does it ever <laughs> but yeah slother house yeah not gonna see it sorry no i'll i'll probably wait no. but i will watch not it at some point yeah. let's have some toy news oh right toy news what do we got this week so hasbro announced the marvel legends x-men 97 line i did uh, catch some of that so we've got uh, wolverine again uh, yep. magneto again uh, Bishop finally, uh, Gambit again, Rogue again, and Storm sure. again. Uh, this Bishop comes with a nifty new hairdo, mm-hmm. a very short cropped hairdo. Yeah, I don't think we've seen Bishop since the Sauron wave. Uh, as an action figure, yeah, yeah. Um, but as a as a as a sequel to uh, the the '90s X Men series, there is like that's an interesting uh, development that it shows passage of time and. Mm-hmm um storm is uh spo- sporting something more akin to her giant mohawk from the uh was the morlock days yeah but still wearing the uh the white goddess outfit. is that what we call that i think so yeah okay the wind rider whatever it is i think they're cool um you know i, I like them um, I, I do, don't know i do wonder how different these ones are from the vhs collection that was just released oh that's a good ago. question good or question maybe the vhs did so well these are just reissuing straight up again repacked but i don't know for sure i don't know either but i don't know either but you know what maybe this will be the you know i mean do i love i mean i like the x-men enough to want to buy oh i don't know maybe this is just like the kickstarter to like get everybody remembering 97 again oh man the cartoon's coming right yeah we haven't heard any new uh any recent news about that either but then again everybody's on strike yeah so so unless it's in the can nope (laughs) nope Next up, we got a teaser coming out of Super 7. Oh, okay. So this is actually this was actually shown off. Did they show it off? Yeah, this has had oh. a full reveal now. Oh, That's well, too bad. I, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, partly metal, partly real. Partly metal, partly real. Silverhawks. And that's all you're getting about that. Yeah. Because I don't know anything else about it. So, uh, so the, the deal is wave four of the uh, uh, Silverhawks ultimates seven inch figures from super seven are, are going up for pre-order here. And I believe the wave is going to be uh monster 
uh, buzzsaw. It's going to be Quicksilver, and it's going to be uh, Steel Heart. But the deal with Quicksilver and Steel Heart is they are now fully vac metalized, limited articulation in order to accommodate the vac metal. So you are losing articulation, but you're gaining uh, vac metal. Not sure how I feel about that. You know me as a modern guy, I will yeah. take articulation over that stuff any day of the week. Yeah. So, um, but they do look good. Mm. The, uh, the renderings look good anyway. The ones I saw earlier uh, last last night, I think, I actually looked them. Yeah, the hand here looks fine. Yeah. <laughs> looks just like the vintage guy. Yep. Uh, another one coming out of Super Seven. Uh, in celebration of 30 years of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Ooh. Uh, they are releasing the uh, nine-inch tall gold and black Ultimate Dragon Zord. So, t- what is the significance of gold and black? Uh, I don't know. Make it gold and shiny because <laughs> normally it's silver and black. Is right? it okay? Yeah. Okay, but uh, that's cool though. And this is sorry. This is coming from from Super Seven. Also from Super Seven. Yeah. Oh, really? So Super 7 clearly uh, in uh, in talks with Hasbro in order to get mm. that one out. Mind you, they've already got the relationship with G.I. Joe. So, yeah. And they've already got their Power Rangers line going too, right? That's true. So that is true. Uh, not going to deny it. That's a good looking Zord, by the way. Yeah, that's that's the one Zord I never had but always wanted. Oh, really? Green Ranger thing. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, and there's lots going on on that front too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, coming out of NECA, we have another Elvira figure. Hey, we just talked about her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is uh, all decked out for Christmas. Uh, they're proud to present this hauntingly holiday-themed figure for your collection. Sure. Uh, eight inches tall, comes with uh, tailored fabric clothing, two interchangeable expressions, uh, <laughs> a Bloody Mary, a naughty list with quill, Oh. A tray of gingerbread men cookies and an articulated creature who was stirring. <laughs> creature who was stirring. So he comes with a pot and a uh, and a bowl. That's cute. Because he's stirring. That's cute. So this is just straight up like the spirit Halloween sexy Mrs. Claus costume. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> <What> maybe. <laughs> What's missing the hat? Oh, it's missing. Okay, I'll give you that. But then that that would take away from the the the, the wig. The beehive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, for, for folks who don't have the the True. video version of the show, I mean, that's essentially what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. The sexy Mrs. Claus uh, costume. Yeah. But apparently it's shipping in October. So uh, be on the lookout then. Nice. Uh, stick them in NECA for a second. Uh, they have announced the series nine of the Toonie Terrors. Has there been that many? Apparently there's been that many. I was not aware that there's been that many. Okay, there's one there that I would actually buy. There's a couple there I'd buy. There's only Uh, one for me. Yeah? Yep. Uh, We have the Fiend, mascot of the Misfits. Nice. Uh, The one we're showing here is still just a prototype and not fully uh, authorized yet. Okay. Is pending license or approval, whatever. Yep. Uh, Then we've got Vincent Price. That's the one that I would get. Yeah, I'm all over that. That's the one I would get for sure. Uh, then we have Megan from that movie. Oh yeah, Megan. Yeah. Uh, also pending uh, license or approval. Yep. And the Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead. Nice. And he's one that I would love to get. Uh, you know the the whole uh, cutesy aesthetic. Uh, it, it's cool. Um, 
but man yeah i just it's not a line for me like it, these are like it's very hit and miss for yeah me, you know? and like, so like i look at that vincent price and i go oh but maybe it's because there's so little. few uh vincent price uh yeah. items that i kind of go oh i like that um, but yeah, the other ones don't. Oh, Kimberly, that's my wife. She says, I love Elvira, but I'll pass on the Xmas one. Yeah, me too. Oh, me too. I'm going to try and get her. And then she says, definitely Ooh, get Vincent Definitely Price. get Vincent Price. Well, there you go. You've got the green light. <laughs> All right. But uh, apparently these ones will be shipping out in January of 2024. Okay. Just in time for after Christmas when yeah. your credit card is going, no more. Please stop. <laughs> uh, nice. And I guess we're at that point. It's time to uh, what is user. that time again? Okay, let me uh, let me wind up the the crank here and uh, hit it. Loading lexicon, generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, lexicon. It's our little word game where uh, we put up a real word that sounds like hooky. And uh, <laughs> we tried to pull one over on you. I'm going to give you three definitions. You're going to decide which one is the uh, right one. And uh, there is no prize, but hopefully uh, you play along anyway. This week, uh, we got a good one, I think. Uh, here, let's go with it. This week's word is an archaic slang term. That's not the word. This is the word. Spondulix. 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 There we go. Spondulix. Huh. All right. You wanna? You wanna get to the definitions? Yeah. Let's let's do that because I'm thinking already of maybe a sponge that licks things. <laughs> sponge you lick. SpongeBob. No. No. Spondulix. Here we go. Definition number one. An archaic slang term for money. That's definition number one. Uh, definition and number two a rare species of krill found in the aphotic zone of the arctic ocean identified by its unique bioluminescence and definition number three a collection of oversized vintage fashion buttons meticulously curated in ornate shadow boxes or woven into avant-garde clothing hmm. Spondulix. Is it an archaic slang term for moolah? Is it a rare species of krill found in the aphotic zone of the Arctic Ocean that's identified by uh, unique bioluminescence? Or is it a collection of oversized vintage fashion buttons meticulously curated in an ornate shadow box or woven into an avant-garde piece of clothing? Hmm. All right, we got a first answer coming in. It's uh, Sarah over on uh, YouTube. Sarah says, uh, number two, the rare species of krill. That's uh, one. That's one for number two. I'm kind of leaning between number one and number two. One and Just two. Just because one like the sponge yeah. kind of reminds me of like a sea creature sponge, like a sea sponge or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. But then the Dulix uh, kind of leans me towards, you know, the 90s term ducats for, oh, for the cash. The ducats. Yeah. You know, when I hear the word ducats, I automatically go to uh, Battlestar Galactica in 1979. Mm. That's, they talked about money as ducats. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's the origin of it. Huh. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. You don't know. Well, that's fair. Um, oh, Kim's chiming oh, in here. Kim's jumping in. Jeez. Also says number two. That's two for two. Two for two. And Andy, where are you? 
I'm going to go with the two as well. Rare oh, Krill. okay. That's that's three for two. It sounds like a sea life thing. It does, does it? It does. All right. Well, one more time at it. It is either... An archaic slang term for money. A rare species of krill found in the aphotic zone of the Arctic Ocean, identified by its unique bioluminescence. Or... A collection of oversized vintage fashion buttons meticulously curated in ornate shadow boxes or woven into avant-garde clothing. Well, there you go. Uh, before we give it away, any more for any more? I think we might be good. I guess not. Well, everybody, um, unfortunately, you all picked wrong. Aww. If you had have stuck with your guns and went with number one, really, an archaic term for money, you would be correct. Mm. Spondulix. It's uh, really kind of fallen out, though. It's uh, like a 19th century term. Mm. Um, Spend could... your licks. <laughs> Um, but it, it's a noun, so it's like literally like it could be, you know, interchange for like hey money. Man, you got any spongilix? Yeah, yeah. You spread them spongilix around like you was uh Hey mister, spare some spongilix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, oh Kim says, Oh, we is dumb. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> no, that's not true. You're a little bit smarter now because now you know what spongilix is. <laughs> Uh, all right that was this week's lexicon holy crap we won or, or i won i, I prepared the things so go. we pulled one over on you you stumped us all all right come back and uh, play with us again next week when we'll have a brand new crazy like nonsensical word that it just happens to be real mm. <laughs> hopefully it's one you've never heard before all right andy what do you think take it back i'll take it back all right man uh so we all know that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Yes, it is. Uh, James Gunn has chimed in on uh, with his advice on how to watch it. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there a... Apparently, there's a difference. Uh, he is encouraging fans on social media to watch his film in widescreen. Oh, not in the not IMAX. in the IMAX enhanced. So um, that's a thing that Disney's been doing with a lot of... They've been offering a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he is quoted as saying lots of directors shoot in 235, but their sections in volume three that were composed for 1.90 and 2.35 respectively. Okay. And changes come at specific points in the storytelling. So it's his preferred way of watching the film on TV. Meaning you won't see the aspect ratio change if you're already in, in IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. Okay. But whereas it's in widescreen, I guess there's, there's stuff that's cut to give you, whatever extra feeling that he's is it the same for. thing that we experienced watching the mandalorian you know what it might be where, where we're like hey it's all of a sudden it's full screen when they brought in the uh the crate dragon and then again for what the rancor yeah yeah i yeah. think it's something like that yeah so he, he's advising you to watch widescreen but he also says that it's fun to watch the different versions he likes the 3d version too oh good for him so good for him he's just giving you with some advice not forcing it on you fair enough yeah but The Rock is not happy. Oh? No. He has uh, slammed WB Warner Brothers for forcing him and Henry Cavill out of DC. Oh, boy. Uh, I guess he was on the uh, Kevin Hart on Heart to Heart Peacock talk show. Oh. And okay, said that he was okay. disappointed by the decision that, you know, he felt he was one of the biggest mysteries in the business why they let him. He, The Rock. Yeah. And uh, Henry Cavill go. Okay. Um, he also said that, uh, the film black Adam was caught in a vortex of new leadership. 
Caught in the vortex, huh? Yeah. Said the film was delayed due to COVID-19 pandemic, and there were so many changes in leadership during its development and release. Uh, he went on to criticize the choices that Warner Brother executives made after the film's release, uh, and he said that he felt the film was a success and it had the potential to grow the franchise. I think there's some truth to what he's saying, but I also think that all of that stuff surrounding his personal yeah. flex, shall we say? Yes. I think there's some truth to that as well. So, I mean, you're, you're not going to get off. In my opinion, you're not going to get off scot-free. Like, oh, it's not my fault. Yeah. No, no, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another quote here. That was the yeah. question out of Wall Street. That was a question out of Hollywood. That was a question like, wait a second. You had the biggest opening of your career. Sure. No China. That could have been a maybe 100, maybe 2 million more. You're establishing a new hero. You want to grow the franchise. You bring back Superman and Henry Cavill. The world went crazy. Now, I don't know that that was the biggest opening of your career. Like, was it? I can't even see it being the biggest opening of his career with the Fast franchise and Hobbs and Shaw and everything. You know what? I mean, if that's a if that's a direct quote, like, I'd I'd have to fact check it to be honest. I can't say it is or it isn't, but uh, maybe it was. Don't think so. Did a lot of people go and see it anyway? Like, even though it was, I mean, that that first weekend, like, let's be real, like the reviews were not kind. No, and like, if he's saying, you know, that uh, maybe a hundred million or two hundred million more, like wow. Oppenheimer and Barbie have smashed that, have they yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Barbie's a billion dollar movie. Yeah, billion for Barbie. Yeah, he likened the experience to of new ownership like uh, taking over a football team and saying, not my head coach, not my quarterback. Oh, and uh, he was disappointed with the decisions because he felt he felt it was one of the biggest mysteries in the business. What the character? No, why they got rid of him. Oh, well, like, I mean, it doesn't, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes there. Yeah. I mean, as people on the outside, we all kind of went, what the heck's going on? Yeah. But at the same time, when he made statements like, you know, he, I'm not doing shazam's not going to be the one to come in and be my rival it has to be superman yeah sorry know, but uh literature says otherwise that sort of question calls into question like did you read this stuff man like, or did you just you say know? i like that guy i'm gonna make him a hero well i think it's the superman is the biggest character in the dc stable yeah i think he, well it's, it's hard batman well, yes okay superman and batman yeah hard to argue that and then he figures that only Superman as a character is worthy of him, Dwayne, not him, Black Adam. Yeah. When there's a lot of DC superheroes that could go toe to toe with Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I think Nightwing actually went toe to toe. Oh no! One really? Point. Yeah. He got good for Dick. Yeah, he got good jacked. for him. <laughs> yeah. You get my point though, right? I like I do. Like. I agree if with you're you. You're making these things. These you're aiming at the fans. You got to know that the fans know what they're what like they're in sure, sure. prior to this yep. yep so they already know that shazam is like the other black adam i still firmly feel like uh you know Dwayne kind of said uh you want me to, to star a second fiddle in a movie with chuck <laughs> uh no. no but i i i think that's the way you should have done it the, the two don't get don't get me wrong was he a good black adam Yes, he yeah, was a good black Adam. Great, dark black Adam. Right. And he would have been the, the perfect counterpoint to Zach Levi's Shazam. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean that that is the movie I wanted to see. Oh man, who knows? Yeah. 
Who knows? But, uh, this next one here, I, I think we have a soundbite because this next oh, one. Oh, do we? <laughs> is this the one? This is the one. So this next story is what you might call. Uh, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. All right. Hit me with it. Lizzo has been slapped with a lawsuit. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. If was filed last Tuesday against pop star Lizzo in Los Angeles Superior Court by members of the dance crew for sexual harassment and body shaming that allegedly forced the dancers Alleged. to eat bananas out of each other's vaginas. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you know, here, this one's that graphic. Is, <laughs> that's not something you hear every day. No, it is not. It just... So first of all, it has the shock value that hundred um, percent that you would expect with a headline like that, but then you attach that shock value to who it is we're talking about. And you just kind of go like, what Yep, is this for real? Yeah. Because she's notorious for like body positivity and absolutely. And, absolutely. You know, I mean, I don't all think positive things. Yeah. So I was going to say that as much as I don't know, a whole lot about her or her music. I have seen her. Uh, uh, she did an episode of uh, Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No okay. Introduction. And it was all of that stuff. It was all about, you know, just encouragement. And I never got that from her. So, yeah, like there's a clip, I guess, making the rounds on the socials right now of her encouraging like a little eight year old girl. Sure, sure. But... I know that she's uh, she's put out her answer. She has uh, her social media answer anyway and we'll get to that in a second but yeah, sure. first we got to get through the graphic oh boy here. uh so warning folks this does get weird weirder than bananas and vjs well along the same lines okay um lizzo allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers uh catching dildos launched from the performers uh, orifices whoa oh and yeah, eating that's... bananas protruding from the performers vaginas is what is quoted in the suit. Uh, apparently she then turned her attention to crew member Ariana Davis and began yep. pressuring yep. her to touch the breasts of one of the women of the nude performers. I guess they were in Amsterdam at some point for this. So <laughs> okay, as soon as you said that, wait a second, <laughs> they were in Amsterdam when it happened. Oh, so that's at a, least that's this, this portion. That's Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry, I should. That's not funny. No, well, it, for it is for Amsterdam folks. It's it is funny. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, like, it's Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Davis declined, according to the suit, and uh, Lizzo allegedly led a chant, goading her on to do so. And after she declined three more times, the chant grew louder and louder, uh, and demanding. Yeah. And a visibly uncomfortable Miss Davis, you know, forcing her to engage with this performer. That's like high school level. Yeah, like, you know, do yeah. it, do yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And she's like, no, no. But yeah. Uh, the three uh, performer or the three uh, former dancers, I guess, at this point uh, are Ariana Davis, uh, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez are okay. all in on the suit. Um, they, you know, basically accusing her, and it's not just there, they're accusing her of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Hodgson says, uh, I don't see Lizzo being like that. Yeah. I mean, and everything, yeah, based everything on her I know about persona, her. Yeah. You know, it's up until now, it's been squeaky clean, right? 
it's funny though that as soon as one person says something that that there's always this follow-on thing whether it's real or made up yeah and true to form here we go one person says something oh wait me too me too me too yep uh and uh the suit that has been filed uh also includes or like in are named in it yeah uh where is it here sorry folks okay it also links uh dance captain shirlene quigley okay but the plaintiffs believe the singer was aware of their complaints about her according to their lawyer ron zambrano so they feel like they raised a concern prior to this Amsterdam and she thing just, and just shrugged it off. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, there is more. <laughs> um, the suit uh, also accuses Lizzo of calling attention to the dancer's weight after an appearance at the South by Southwest South by music Southwest. festival. Yeah. Yeah. And the singer and her choreographer later told the dancer, Ariana Davis, that she seemed less committed to her role. And the comment, uh, the suit describes as thinly veiled about her uh, weight. So I really, I guess that one's open to interpretation. I have a real hard time accepting Lizzo body shaming somebody. Yeah. It just doesn't seem it's not, Oh, I hate using the term, but that's not her brand. It's just so not not her brand at all. Yeah. But that stuff uh, happened outside of it. And then there was the Amsterdam thing. Yeah. And uh, there's also uh, a harassment claim linked to what it oh my gosh, uh, and it describes going. as comments charged with racial and fat phobic animus. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Interesting. You know, again, is this a case of like, uh, you know, some disgruntled employees who just didn't feel like they got a, Maybe. a, a fair cut and now yeah, want to uh, take it out on her in court? It could be uh, like it says in one instance, one former dancer asked, to be compensated for their downtime at a rate of 50% of their weekly pay. But the accountant allegedly responded to the request by offering 25% and scolding them for being unacceptable and disrespectful. So, well, that's the, that says the accountant did that. That doesn't say that, but they do name her team. So again, this, this falls into that whole, like, like, the entertainment business is just, I am so far removed from it that I don't even know. Is that, is that okay to ask your boss to get paid for not working? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, we're not performing. So can I get half my salary? Like, I, I just don't know if that's even within the scope of like, oh, that's normal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I was given 25% of my salary for not working. Uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, two dancers, I guess were fired in April and May. And according to the suit, Williams lost her job on April 26th, uh, days after she spoke up at a meeting in which she was challenged an assertion from Lizzo that the dancers were drinking before performances. Oh. Like, if you're going to perform, you don't get hammered. Well, in some circles you do. Yeah, I guess. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. (laughs) This isn't rock and roll, though. This is pop music. But uh, the day before, Lizzo had told the group that they would have to audition again and uh, a move that prompted what the suit described as an excruciating 12 hour rehearsal. That just sounds like something punitive, you know? Yeah. 
oh, you shouldn't drink while you're working. And you did it anyway. Well, now I'm just going to make the next uh, 12 hours of your life suck. Yeah. Yeah. But during that rehearsal, I guess Ariana Davis was so fearful she'd lose her job if she went to the bathroom that she soiled her pants. Well, that is definitely not the kind of environment you want to be in. Yeah. And making worse, she was given a see-through garment outfit with no undergarments to finish the performance. So that seems like, you know, humiliating shit for the sake of humiliating somebody. It It sure does. So if that's Lizzo making that call, that's rude. I feel like there is probably a few levels removed from. Yeah. um, But because it's under her, her overall banner, ultimately, you know, she is responsible if that's actually what's happening, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I guess Rodriguez complained to the manager about uh, the decision to publicly fire Williams and a move that Lizzo repeatedly raised with the dancers on April 20 or during an April 27th meeting during which she told the group that she had eyes and ears everywhere. So that's not threatening at all. Yeah. Again, though, is that just, is that just the manager saying that? No, that was Lizzo saying that. Oh, well, um, Alleged. Well, apparently not alleged alleged because Ariana Davis recorded the April 27th meeting because she suffered from an eye condition that sometimes left her disoriented in stressful situations. And days later, Lizzo held an emergency meeting and had security employees confiscate the dancers' phones. Oh, so that they couldn't record her anymore. Yeah. Oh, so that that looks bad. It does. That looks bad on her. I'm, I'm sorry. It looks bad. Yeah. But it goes on that uh, Lizzo became furious, hurling expletives at the group, and it stated that she was going to go around the room person by person until someone told Lizzo who made the recording. You'll find out in court, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we all know now. Yeah. But I guess when Davis admitted that she did it, uh, she hadn't meant any harm, and she deleted the video, Lizzo allegedly responded, there is nothing you can say to make me believe you. Okay. So, uh, what does it say here? Uh, Miss Quigley and Lizzo then took turns berating Miss Davis, and after castigating her, Lizzo fired her on the spot. So, man, it's a tough yeah, time to be Lizzo right now. It is. Uh, the suit alleges false imprisonment against Lizzo's production company because a member of her security detail allegedly forced Davis to remain in the room after the meeting ended so he could search her phone for the video. Yeah, that's uh, that's not cool either. No. Man. Yeah. Well, I can only hope that the truth is... Uh, yeah, you like know, it'll is... come out at some point, but... Yeah. 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 But keeping on that train... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> As you said, people come out. That's true. And director Sophie Nali Allison claims she quit Lizzo's documentary. Oh, right, after right. Witnessing unkind behavior. So this this is a. She this, was slated to direct the Max HBO Max original Love Lizzo. Yep, yep. But I guess after two weeks she dropped out. I did. I did read that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. She's quoted as saying, "But in 2019, I traveled a bit with Lizzo to be the director of her documentary. I walked away after about two weeks. I was treated with such disrespect by her." Yeah. And continues, I witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. I was not protected and was thrown into a shitty situation with little support. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. So. 
you know, when you're young, uh, when you achieve the, a lev- that level of fame, of success, that young power. Yeah. Is there, I mean, look at all the bad behavior we've seen from other young stars, yeah. you know, uh, they Be- think they're untouchable Bieber and, um, oh my God, uh, mean girls, uh, redheaded. <laughs> What's her name? She's actually kind of calmed out in the last couple of years. Lindsay Lohan. That's her. There you go. That's her. Yeah. So, I mean, fame can do some weird things to people, but with bananas, come on. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else here? Uh, Okay, so with that out of the way, sure. Let's get to Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo has responded. She has. Uh, she responded on Twitter, and uh, she says here, "These last few days have been gut wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous not to be addressed." The sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. That's that, you know, there's some levels of removal between her, like management and her, right? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, She continues, as an artist, I have always been passionate about what I do. I take my music and performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best of art that represents me and my fans with passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I know, or I am not here to be looked at as the victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media portrayed me to be these last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be a body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. Yeah, it doesn't really address anything specifically, no, it but it does, you know, sort of, you know, talking about, you know, her brand, that is pretty consistent. It, yeah, like I want my brand to be represented yeah, the way yeah, I yeah. want it to be seen for my fans. The yeah. line, though, I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself. What does that have to do with anything other than were you in Amsterdam expressing yourself? Yeah, I don't and know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You can't force that on people. Yeah, it means nothing to me. No. So yeah, that'll all come out in the wash, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. Got another trailer here. Another trailer. Another trailer dropping. The final season of Disenchantment. Oh, is it? Is, it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Mm. It's uh, coming out on September first on Netflix, and it's going to be Bean's epic conclusion. You know, I feel like the gap between seasons is so long that I forget what's happened. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've actually quite enjoyed this. Yeah, like when it comes out, it's, I'd binge it. No problem. It's, dude, I love the little demon dude. I think yeah. he's kind of funny. Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. I think he's totally yeah. And uh, Elfo. <laughs> so what are we going to, what's going to happen with her this season? Any, any uh, apparently, like, she's fighting to save Dreamland. Yeah. Like, this is the big fight to save it from her evil mother that was resurrected. and Right. 
it's up to her to save everybody. All right. Well, it's, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good ride. Yeah. And if you want to check out the trailer again, it's linked in our show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Not the show nuts. Not the show nuts. Uh, we only got a couple left. So, you oh, know. is it? Okay. Maybe that's maybe it. Remind it's, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah. Now's the time. If you, uh, if you haven't thought about it yet, if you were holding on to your comments or your, uh, your phone calls, now's the time to let them fly. Dial them up. But, uh, I, I know we, we talked about it and then we talked about it again and again and again. I think this might be the last time we get to talk about this. Well, this is an interesting uh, conclusion to this story. It as is. We, as it's we've the conclusion of the saga. It. I didn't even know that this person was a fan. So yeah. uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Post Malone yeah, bought post. the one ring to rule them all card. Isn't that something? I didn't even know that he was a magic. Uh, no, a magic I didn't know that either. Um, the card valued at $2 million. Well, well the they, bounty was $2 yeah. million. We don't so know. So that puts the value on it. Wow. there's somebody out there willing to pay it but the, the article doesn't say how oh, much he paid it doesn't it, say how so. much he paid for it uh but uh social media user brooke trafton yep. shared a visit or a video of himself yep. meeting post malone and selling the card the question is did did post come to toronto or did he fly the owner down uh, i believe he came up to toronto yeah that seems like a reasonable thing to do yeah like it's just a 13 second clip on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want. Yeah, to call yeah. It now. Uh, but he, you know, looks at the card a couple of seconds and yeah, I'll take it. And <laughs> yeah. They hug I'll it out take and they it. pose for some photos. And, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And Trafton, he kind of looks like he's about to break down in tears. But again, you know, dude just became a millionaire. I mean, you know, for the, what, the few hundred dollars. Well, actually a couple thousand because he bought like a couple boxes of these cards. Yeah, probably. Um that man's life has changed forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to believe that the $2 million, he got at least, at least, at least the $2 million. Cause that's what, uh, the, the, the card company, yeah. uh, um, what was the auction house? Dave and, uh, I was going to say Dave and Buster's, but that's not no. right. It's uh, oh Dave and Adams, uh, card world. Yeah. Uh, put up the 2 million. So he had to have gotten at least 2 million. Yeah. I don't think, uh, you would have, you know, if they're going to give me two, do a little better yeah yeah otherwise i'll go take the two life-changing yeah life-changing and two million us yeah probably yeah but uh this uh trafton wrote on his instagram uh when i found the one ring the first person who came to mind was post balone see i so apparently if you're in the magic in that community so yeah he must be a big fan then yeah yeah. I guess in the same way that Joe Manganello is like the Dungeons D&D, and Dragons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big Bang Theory knows that though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. But he continues saying, but for a guy like me, being able to sell it is life-changing. Right. And I just really hoped it would go to someone who would appreciate it as much as I do. Yep. Yep. So yeah, good for him. He got his card and Sent it on its way. Oh, that's cool. Now it's going into a vault never to be seen again. That's a cool story, though. Yeah. Yeah. With a Canadian twist. They don't get many of those. No. New shirt alert. New shirt alert. I should put an alarm on here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Spinning out of last night's episode. Uh, We do it live. We do it live. (laughs) I like that. Available now at our merch shop. So head on over and get yourself some merch. 80 designs and climbing. More than <laughs> ish, that now. Ish, 80-ish. 80-ish, something like that. Right on. Uh, this next one spinning out of the uh, 
Battle of the Billionaires, I guess. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I read this today? You read this last night. Oh, I did. Okay. All right. Uh, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Fight will be streamed on <laughs> X, according to Elon Musk. Uh, sure. Yeah. And then what was what was uh, Zuckerberg's reaction to that? Uh, I think shouldn't he... shouldn't we host it on a platform that can actually raise money yeah. for charity? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, in a pair of tweets Sunday morning, I guess uh, Musk was saying he's lifting weights throughout the day, prepping for the fight adding all proceeds will go to a charity for veterans. You know, I'd said that if they wanted to do something and, and make it a charitable event, I could get behind that. And if they, if that sounds exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, veterans charities, you'll never, uh, you'll never go wrong. No in my opinion with doing anything for veterans. charities. Yeah. But back in June, apparently these two guys apparently agreed to participate in a cage fight and the stakes for the potential fight were raised last month when Zuckerberg launched threads. Oh, that's right. So that kind of threw some gas on there. Twitter knockoff. Yeah. I don't know if it's a knockoff or not. Okay. It's a knockoff. <laughs> but like you said, Zuckerberg replied uh, via threads. Shouldn't we use the more reliable yes, platform that yeah, can yeah, actually yeah. raise money? Can actually raise money. <laughs> and he also added, I'm ready today. I suggested August 26th when first challenged, yep. but he hasn't confirmed and I'm not holding my breath. No, of course not. No, I did like that though. Like the whole, like Elon needs time to train. I'm ready now. Yeah. Let's go. Get in I the am cage. ready right now. When asked when to do it, I think he said something like Vegas. Well, that would just be like, just let him use the octagon. It'll be absolutely fine. have it in Vegas. Why have wouldn't it, you have it across promotion with UFC and WWE? You know how much money is going to be made on oh, this and not, and I don't mean just for, for the them. fight. I no. mean, Outside of that, yep. Side bets and people taking <laughs> call money. your bookie now. <laughs> yep. Wow. But for a change, it would be nice to see two billionaires fighting it out, literally slugging it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and still. Then we can transfer it to world leaders and stuff. I'm still back in uh, Zuckerberg on this one. Probably, I absolutely am. Yeah. What he said. I the thing he said something about um regardless of of uh Mr. Musk's uh ability to compete, he said I will continue to to compete if nothing else for training because I love the sport. Yeah. You know, the guy's already uh, uh skilled in what uh, uh jujitsu? Something like that. Yeah, so uh whew, that's who I'm backing. Yeah. Not put any money on it though. <laughs> nope. You'll be getting enough money as it is. While we're uh, just about here at the bottom of the show, yeah, uh, I, think I we're, guess that's it. Uh, right uh, on our last one here. Yeah, we so. we're getting right to the end of her here. So uh, Kimberly says uh, Zuckerberg would win. Zuckerberg for the win. But would he Zucker punch him? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, it's uh, that time again where we uh, uh, turn it over. Uh, well, it's been you all night tonight, <laughs> oddly enough, where we uh, send it over to Andy, who's out there the aisles hunting for all of us so you can save a few dollars with uh, toy hunting at dollarama yeah uh this week we got a couple uh neat items first up we have minecraft series one figures selling for four dollars and 75 cents each uh because they're series one you cannot basically get them on the retail market for i was gonna say yeah, these than, have been, uh, yeah between 16.99 and 25.99 yeah they've been out for luck gone long gone long gone so the fact that they're popping up here is kind of nice for minecraft hunters yeah i guess so, uh, and the other one is the my hero academia plus ultra board game 
selling for five bucks and it regularly retails for 38.95 yeah board games are not cheap no especially a license especially licensed yeah. yeah yeah so you got a my hero academia fan out there you know run to dollarama cool yeah cool and that's it Wow, that's it. That's been Random Phantom for uh, the week of uh, August 8th, uh, 2023. Not uh, not as much going on this week. Oh. As, oh, there is, there's lots of stuff going yeah. on, but uh, lots of stuff that we did not, uh, not necessarily dial into. I'm sure there'll be more happening, though, uh, as the world continues to churn forward. Uh, as always, I uh, hope you guys come back and join us next week. Uh, bring your comments, your questions, and uh, any headlines that you want to talk about because uh, the lines will be open, as uh, is the live chat. Uh, if you want to pick us up on our other show, uh, right now we're running uh, Sunday nights. We are running our uh, Road to Ahsoka uh, as we get ready for the release of the live-action Ahsoka Tano show over on Disney+. Plus. We've got one more, uh, one more episode where we're going to talk about uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yep. The uh, episode that she appeared in and that, and then we've got, uh, basically a special, uh, a special episode for the week afterwards where Hank is going to be back and is going to uh, walk us through a list of other episodes, other star Wars media that he considers Ahsoka essential. Yep. Counter to what uh, Disney says is essential. Yeah. <laughs> or expanding on it, I guess. And then the following week, we are uh, full tilt ahead. Uh, it's the Ahsoka Fano show coming up uh, the first uh, Sunday after the double episode drop. So yep. just uh, uh, three weeks away. My God, that's uh, right around the corner. Speeding up. Otherwise, uh, we will be back again uh, next Tuesday where we get to do this all over again with uh, all of you. Love hanging out with you guys. Love uh, seeing and responding to all of your comments and questions um even the weird ones <laughs> can't get any weirder than yeah, bananas Come that's on. right bananas <laughs> maybe next week there'll be less bananas <laughs> or i'll be completely bananas but anyway until that then be a t-shirt dildos and bananas <laughs> uh we can talk about that <laughs> <laughs> we'll start an r-rated section on the t-shirts Seriously. all right everybody until uh, we meet again for fan of power my name is wes i'm andy and uh, we'll catch you on the next one, guys. So uh, bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.